the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. We have been talking about President Donald Trump's rally Saturday, Delaware County Fairgrounds. It was a great scene. Love to hear from you. Uh, one gentleman who was there, and I was pleased to see, because he was my preferred candidate in the Senate race until he took one for the team and did what he thought was the right thing so that we could get a true Trump conservative elected. He is Bernie Moreno, and Bernie joins us now. Hi, Bernie. Good to see you again on Saturday, and great to have you on the show. Uh, great to be back on. And, and uh, let me just say, because you're way too humble to say it, your speech at the beginning of that rally was the best conservative anthem I've ever heard. I mean, it was absolutely unbelievable. So great job. You should make sure you put that out on social media because your listeners deserve to hear that uh, entire speech. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, it came from the heart. And, you know, really, honestly, you know, because you observe the same things I observe about our country, it's really art- easy to articulate the differences between the two parties, because it's not like you have to get out a magnifying glass to search and find things wrong. You just look at any particular sector, whether it's national, international, domestic, economic, social, education, media. Look anywhere, Bernie, as you well know, and everything Joe Biden touches, he's like the anti-Midas. Everything he touches doesn't turn to gold. It turns to something I can't say or I'll get thrown off the radio. (laughs) You're exactly right. It's unbelievable. So let's talk about your endorsement of J.D. Vance. You were there on Saturday. A lot of people were surprised when just a little over a week ago Donald Trump endorsed J.D. Vance. You were in the race with J.D., and I thought at the time, the one thing I admired about your campaign was you never slung mud at anybody. You were committed to that, and so you don't have to walk back any comments you made uh, about any candidate, but you had your choice of all the candidates still remaining. Why J.D. Vance? Yeah, if you don't mind, uh, indulge me just a little bit. Let me tell you a quick story. Sure. So when I went down to see President Trump in February, I'm waiting in the lobby of Mar-a-Lago. The Secret Service guy came over and, of course, just shoot, shooting the, uh, the talk with him. And he told me that that morning when he left, uh, they'd uh, now come back. And when they, the, the uh, car uh, came back in, President Trump turned to the Secret Service guy and said, hey, who put the flag down? And uh, the Secret Service agents looked at each other because what they saw was the flag was up, right? And so they thought, well, you know, the boss says the flag's down. Let's go check it out. It turns out that morning, whoever put the flag up didn't tie the rope properly. Mm. So the flag had actually dropped four inches. Now, this is a 50-foot flagpole. (laughs) And President Trump noticed it was down four inches. So two observations. One, Joe Biden wouldn't have noticed the flag or the flagpole. No. Right? And that's the level of attention that President Trump pays to things. So one of the things that's a little upsetting to me that I've heard over the last week is this idea that President Trump is run by his staff or that he doesn't understand these endorsements. He's extremely engaged and pays very, very close attention to details. And I think what he's seen is the same thing I saw. 
we need fresh blood, number one. D- D.C. is full of the same old cronies, people who go down there, they're part of the establishment, the, they're part of either political parties or they've run for office in the past or they've been in office. You need somebody with a fresh set of eyes. And that person in this race right now is J.D. Vance. Yeah, and second, I sh- I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said second. The other, other thing is you need somebody who knows what the actual ideas are to fix the problem, right? You, you can't just say, hey, these things are wrong. You need to know somebody who can actually fix them. And J.D., what I observed after being with him for 10 months, sometimes almost every day, by the way, is that he doesn't have a canned speech. He doesn't sit there and read notes. He doesn't say cliche lines. He understands the problems and knows how to fix them. And that's J.D. Vance. And, it, and you said it just at, earlier, and I'll, I'll end with this, which is number three. Tim Ryan is one of the hardest politicians to beat because he's a liar and a con man. Mm-hmm. And when you are up against a liar and a con man, it's hard because you can't pin him down on what you know he's going to do because you've seen what he's done. And J.D. is the one candidate in this race that can definitively beat Tim Ryan, and that's why I'm proud to support J.D. Vance. Bernie Moreno, our guest, former Senate candidate. You can follow him on Twitter at Bernie Moreno. And as I assess it, you know, I've said uh, it's not about winning the primary. It's about winning the general. And so you have to run the strongest candidate in the general. And you're right. Tim Ryan is a liar. Tim Ryan would be safely, you know, off the radar running for Congress again if only he could. But he can't because he's been term limited. And so I know exactly how he's going to come after Mike Gibbons. He's going to paint him as a rich investment banker out of touch with every man. He's going to paint Josh Mandel as a guy who's, you know, too crazy, too cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because of the things that Josh has said about the election being stolen and that Josh is a pit bull and he doesn't have the temperament. He's going to criticize Jane Timken because she doesn't have the experience. And with J.D. Vance... I want to know what Tim Ryan's going to say because he can't play the poor, hard scrabble kid from Youngstown card. He can't play the not smart enough, not articulate enough card. J.D. Vance takes away every weapon that Tim Ryan can break out against him, in my opinion. Well, it, it also, by the way, uh, J.D. was in prom, at high school prom when Tim Ryan start, uh, became a congressman. <laughs> right? So that, that's how long he's been there. And, and the reality is you're exactly right. Uh, those are exactly the right weapons that, uh, that they'll use. And one of the things that I want to just say to the people who are still in the race is this. At this point, any negative ad against J.D. is a paid ad for Tim Ryan. Yeah. Do you really want to be doing that? And I'm not suggesting that they drop out of the race. What I am suggesting is they need to start delivering positive messages about themselves because this negativity – attacking J.D., spending millions to attack who I firmly believe is going to be our nominee, you're just putting money in the hands of Tim Ryan. And I don't understand a Republican who cares about our party, who cares about our country, would ever do that. So I've asked them to stop immediately. It's just, you know, the the only people that win is Tim Ryan. That's, That's crazy to me. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy to me as well. We are talking with Bernie Moreno. He endorses J.D. Vance in the GOP Ohio Senate primary. He was at the Trump rally on Saturday and um, my guess is that's not your first one, but just uh, to me, the, the couple things that stood out. Number one, uh, President Trump, anyone who tries to make, should he run in 2024, the accusation that, well, Joe Biden was, you know, slowed down, too old. Uh, Donald Trump's close to his age. He's too slow. He's too old to do it. I mean, the energy that man has, the acumen, the cognitive sharpness, the way he engages with the crowd, that that really made an impression on me, Bernie. Oh, it's unbelievable. And he does the same thing in person. I mean, I sat with him at a dinner 
where he spoke off the cuff for an hour and a half, which for those of us who have a little bit of ADD, or in my case, a lot of ADD, that hour and a half felt like five minutes because yeah. he's such a good storyteller. He's so engaged. You know, this idea of this media narrative that he doesn't know what he's talking about or he's very high level or kind of like they, they say that about Reagan. Reagan uh, wasn't that smart and that type of thing. I can tell you President Trump is probably one of the sharpest people I've seen. He understands it. He gets it. It's, it's what you talked about in your speech. It's just common sense is what he uses, which is why the left hates it. The left does not traffic in common sense. No doubt about it. Bernie Moreno is our guest, and Bernie's uh, future son-in-law, Max Miller, is running for Congress. I'm not sure of his district number, but Max is running in the former seat of Anthony Gonzalez, the former Ohio State football player. We know Anthony uh, voted for President Trump's second impeachment, and that was the end of Gonzo's uh, favored nation status with the president. The president said very kind things about Max, who's going to marry your beautiful daughter, Emily. Tell us a little bit about Max and uh, his background in getting into politics, because he's one of these people, Bernie, that I'm excited about, one of the profiles of people, as I am Mike Carey, as I am Madison Gilbert, also who spoke on Saturday, people new to politics, people who've accomplished something in their pre-political life. Tell us a little bit about Max Miller for those on the fringes of our listening area who could be represented by him. Yeah, he's going to be in the 7th District, which goes all the way through down to Wayne County. Just a great, great person. You know, obviously I vetted him a little bit more thoroughly than <laughs> the congressman, right? But uh, he's a Marine. Uh, he is a stand-up person, just incredibly honest, incredibly loyal. He's doing this for all the right reasons. He's not going to go to D.C. and uh, live there his whole life. He wants to go serve his country like he did for the Marines. You know, he came from a very, I'd say, privileged background. And yet he enlisted as an as, as a, uh, enlisted man. He didn't become an officer, right? He wanted to be one of the guys. And uh, that's what he is. He really cares deeply about this country. Uh, very, very smart. Very, very sharp. I'm looking forward to seeing him in D.C. Because we need people like that. Just go there to serve your country. Not to make money, not to become wealthy, not to become famous, but genuinely serve our country. If we get more people like that, uh, Bruce, these things that we talk about, that you talk about on the air, they'll sol- we'll solve those things if we can just get the right people down there. We're, we're talking with Bernie Moreno, former Senate candidate. He has come on the show to make public his endorsement of J.D. Vance for the Senate spot held by Rob Portman. And, Bernie, you, you touched uh, a lot of people with your candidacy, and I hope you feel like uh, the sacrifices that you made of time away from your lovely wife, Bridget, away from your family, you made financial sacrifices as well. I hope you feel like it was worth it. And I know there are a lot of people who were very, very sad, and I'm one of them, to see you get out of the race. And I would be interested to know what is next for you, because I think you articulate so much of the truth of an era where we need truth. And I would hate to see you uh, not continue to uh, use the platform that you gained through running for Senate. So what do you envision your role as going forward? Well, let me just say it wasn't, it wasn't really a sacrifice, Bruce. I got a chance to travel this amazing state. Uh, you know, I loved Ohio uh, a year and a half ago, uh, but after doing this, I really love Ohio. Just amazing people all over the state. Uh, would never have met them if not for the campaign. Uh, you have people just, just amazing. So I was inspired by them, honestly. And for me, what I'll do is I'll continue to, to push the issues that I care about, the common sense stuff that you talked about in your speech, the idea that like my family came here legally, mm-hmm. all of us should agree that there's a path to come to America. And it's a legal path. And we're a very generous country. We bring a million people here a year, but we can't allow people to come here illegally. 
We can't allow America to project weakness around the world stage. We have to have a market-driven economy, not a government-directed economy. We need to ensure individual liberty above all else. These are the things that, as conservatives, we can all unite about, and they're all very common-sense things. As I let you go, I do want to give you an opportunity to speak to a crisis that is about to worsen if Title 42 is suspended on the southern border, because among the sacrifices you made— was to go to the southern border to put eyes on it, to see it, to talk to ICE, to talk to Border Patrol. And I can only imagine how uh, deeply disturbed you are by reports that we're going to have 18,000 migrants overrunning our border on a daily basis if Title 42 goes away. Give people a sense of what you saw down there and what you envision, how impossible it is for those brave people, one of whom lost his life late last week trying to save a woman diving into the uh, the Rio Grande. Uh, I just think that that must be something that you feel on an even deeper level than I do because you've observed it. It, it breaks my heart, Bruce. Uh, the reality is these are migrants. 18, for, every, for every migrant that crosses the border, there's probably two or three that died along the journey or got beaten, raped along the journey. They're being used as political pawns by the left. They're being used as mules by the drug cartels. We are creating the liberals in this country, the Democrats in this country are creating a situation where the Mexican drug cartels are going to become so rich and so powerful from not only bringing drugs like fentanyl into our country from China, but also the human trafficking. They're going to become so powerful and so wealthy. They will, in essence, replace the democratically elected government of Mexico, and Mexico will become a narco state. Now, when that happens, if we don't stop it, we will see a situation where the, our largest trading partner, who shares 2,000 miles of border with us, is a failed narco state. The crime that we'll see, the drugs that we'll see, is exponentially worse than what we're seeing today. We cannot allow that to happen. It is so enraging to me. I, I wish I had invited you on that trip and brought you down, because if regular, ordinary people in Ohio were able to go down there and see firsthand what's going on, they would be so incensed at our political leaders. What they're doing by not fixing this problem it infuriates me every single day. It's awful. Yeah, it's treasonous, really. And I appreciate so much that you went there and you uh, you painted that in the light that it needs to be. Uh, Bernie Moreno, our guest, he has endorsed J.D. Vance for the U.S. Senate spot on the ballot here in Ohio, the May 3rd primary. Always great to see you. Always great to have you on the show. You're welcome anytime. Thanks for your perspective, and thanks for your passion for our country. And I hope we see each other again soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Bruce. There you go. Bernie Moreno endorsing J.D. Vance. Really appreciate Bernie Moreno coming on the show. Uh, I'm sad he's not. I'm sad he did not catch on with enough people to uh, be a factor at this late date in the Ohio primary race, but I am satisfied that we have good candidates, and uh, his endorsement of J.D. Vance carries a lot of weight with me, so does Donald Trump's endorsement of J.D. Vance. Here's the thing. Uh, People were really put off by Donald Trump endorsing Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. I don't think that was the wisest endorsement. In Ohio, the endorsement of Vance, as I said to Bernie, makes sense because J.D. Vance takes away all the uh, plausible lies that Tim Ryan could lob at J.D. Vance. What, are you going to play the poor kid from Youngstown card with a guy who, who wrote Hillbilly Elegy who's had relatives die of fentanyl overdoses? Don't think so. 
Uh, are you going to say that J.D. Vance isn't smart enough to be a senator when he's wowed amazing, successful, visionary business people like Peter Thiel, who with Elon Musk started PayPal? Sorry, that won't play. Is Tim Ryan going to be more articulate, spur of the moment, think on his feet than J.D. Vance? No. You ever heard J.D. Vance speak? I know a lot of you are mad. I had a very nice lady email me Friday. Tell Donald Trump not to endorse any more rhinos like J.D. Vance. Well, I got 30 seconds with the president, and I didn't tell him anything about his endorsement. I thanked him for caring for veterans like my father who served in World War II and told him I appreciated him very much and that I was praying that he'd make the right decision for him and for our country going forward regarding 2024. He was very gracious. It was a great honor to have your picture taken with an American president. But am I going to continue to hold against J.D. Vance what he said in 2016 against Donald Trump? I am not, and I will tell you I'm frankly disappointed. Even though I love these people and I think they do great work, I think my friends at Ohio Value Voters are making a mistake that conflicts with what I know What I know is their heart's mission, which is to, in everything they do, uphold the grace of Jesus Christ. While our sins all may be different, none of us would have the eternal peace we have unless we were forgiven for our past mistakes. I hear you. Oh, J.D. Vance is just saying he was wrong about Trump in 2016 so that he can run away from those comments and get elected. You're entitled to think that. Here's what I do. I evaluate his answer to why he said what he said then and what has motivated him to change his mind 180 degrees now. And his answer to that question here on the show last week, and again when I talked to him Saturday backstage on a deeper level about his three children, I'm just telling you that his comments to me about his kids and recognizing that he needed to get his personal life, faith life, in order because he wants to raise kids who have a faith. And so getting baptized, coming to Christ, and then just to hear him talk about how his kids are different and his two sons and his daughter, it it was just neat, okay? I've spoken a little bit to Mike Gibbons. I like Mike Gibbons. I've spoken to Josh Mandel. I really admire Josh's passion and his willingness to engage. I'm a confrontational person, so is Josh. I think he's got it a little bit more than I do, which that's kind of scary because I think I'm too much that way. Jane Timken has improved dramatically on the campaign trail while she has been running, and I think it's because she's been energized by the people. She's authentic. So we've got some really good choices. If other people's endorsements means anything to you, you can find people who've endorsed all four. But you got to get over this thing that what do you want to be a Democrat and never like we're committed to the LGBTQ agenda? Yeah, but the LGBTQ agenda has an astronomical suicide rate. No, I'm not going to look at it. Not going to evaluate. No, I'm not going to change my mind. You want to be a Democrat on things like a person's past political commentary? Because that's what you are. If you're intractable and you don't reevaluate and you don't listen to new information, you have a democratic mindset. Spending causes inflation. 
Doesn't matter. We're spending. Build back better. Right? Won't take new information. We got to get out of Afghanistan. Well, maybe we should stay a little bit longer because if we hurry out, it's going to be an epic disaster. No, we're getting out now. I mean, do you see how dumb it is not to take on new information and evaluate new information and have the ability to process new information and weigh new facts and come up with more enlightened decisions? Because if you're not willing to do that, then I would say you have some scary characteristics common to Democrats. I never told you who to vote for. I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm not trying to talk in code. I think all the candidates have merit in their own right. So vote for your favorite. Support your favorite. But if you sit out because you didn't win, if you pick up your political ball and go home, well, my person didn't win, my gubernatorial candidate, my Senate candidate, well, then I would not be surprised if you get a thank you note in the mail in mid-November from Tim Ryan, who's been elected senator, to join Sherrod Brown, or from Nan Whaley or John Cranley, who's now your new governor of the state of Ohio. Do you want that? I sure hope not. All right, Bernie Moreno was very kind to say I gave a good speech on Saturday. You can judge for yourself. We'll play it for you after the top of the hour on The Bruce Woolley Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.